Hi, this is Sandrine and welcome back to I Am A Masterpiece. For those of you who don't know me, I help people all over the world to find back to their passions and to their life force after some challenging life event. I am based in Paris, France, and I work with people worldwide. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, Byron Katie. She was here back in September, and they were in that day, it was a, a full day event. That day, there was uh, three important things that happened for me, and I want to share with you the last one. If you want to find out about what other pieces of the Byron Katie day um, struck me and, and enriched my life, please listen to the previous two podcasts that will give you all that information. So this one is the last moment of the day. And there's a woman, roughly in her 50s, who talks to Baron Katie and, and says that she's basically really challenged about the fact that there's violence in the world done onto children and that she cannot do the work. For those of you who are not familiar with Baron Katie, you can go to thework.com. Basically, the work is four questions that you ask when you have a belief or a criticism or a judgment and you try to liberate yourself from that so you ask those four questions and this woman was challenged with the questioning around violence particularly the ones done onto children she starts then to talk about what's happening currently in the news and how children are being mistreated and the violence done and very quickly, as she's talking, we can figure out that actually she's no longer talking about the news and about the children out there, but that she talks about her own life and about things that may have happened to her. So you have to understand this. Based on my childhood and what made me do the work I do, I experience a lot of violence, both emotional and physical. And so I am particularly... Um, concentrated at this moment because this is echoing to some of my life uh, with whatever I've experienced in the past and it's also echoing something around what happens to my clients the people that come to me in my office and with the suffering that they bring here Byron Katie starts and she asks this woman if it is true that children are suffering right now and this woman says yes Byron Katie does something that's quite amazing in that moment. She just looks around and then she says, here, there is no children that are currently experiencing any violence. There is no torture. So this is just in your head. This is a dream. And I don't know how you feel when I say that, but I remember when I heard it at that moment, that was like, what the heck? Because it was so huge. It was like, actually, yeah. I don't like to hear that, but yes, right now at this present minute in front of me, no children are being mistreated. It's just in my head. I have brought a picture in my head, a dream in my head, and that is in a way not true. When she asked this woman how she feels when she has this belief that children are being mistreated, that children are being tortured in the world, and that the suffering from the violence done onto them by adults. This woman has actually, you know, she pulls herself back in the seat and she shrinks and she becomes like frozen and diminishes herself. And so Baron Katie does what Baron Katie does at that moment. And she turns around to this woman and she says, there is no perpetrator here. There is only you doing that onto yourself. 
And I don't know if you have this mind-blowing moment with me right now, but it was like, oh my God. <laughs> there was nobody here hurting anybody except this woman terrorizing herself. So this woman wants to talk back and, and to give facts and explain. And Baron Katie stops her and continues saying that if she wants to stop the suffering of the world, she needs to take care of only one child herself. And at that moment, I'm feeling like so, I don't even know, there's some kind of a sadness, there's at the same time some joy, there's a mix of anger with it. And, and, and it was really huge because, yes, the only person who is suffering at that moment is herself. And she's dreaming all these things and she's hurting herself. And it was like huge for me because that is true. How often have I taken care of the suffering of others, um, but not taken care of mine? And how often have I judged myself, criticized myself, tortured myself, you know, brought guilty feelings over myself, being harsh onto myself? And that is torture in itself. It makes me feel like crap every time I do that. And the only person suffering is me. And the only perpetrator doing, perpetrator doing this is me also. So this was huge. And so th that, that was a moment where I had to kind of, I wouldn't say stop listening, but I had to start integrating this. It was like humongous for me. And the fact is Byron Katie being who she is, she didn't stop there again. She carried on and she explains that whatever fantasies, whatever dreams we see in our heads about the crimes in the world, all of those dreams, this is exhausting. And that if we are exhausted, there is no way that we can be a tool for change to make the world a better place and to eradicate suffering. That this fantasy, this dream is taking us away from our experience and therefore away from the world and what we can do. That in opposite, if we can stay soft to ourselves. If we, can, if we can be gentle, then there is more warmth into the world, more kindness into the world. And that was so sweet and so appeasing and so gentle. And I felt like, oh, wow, you know, we've come to, to a place of rest. And it was really delicious. But... <laughs> that's the funny part about it. She wasn't finished. Because again, if you... If you figure out, uh, unless you know the work itself, but if you don't know it, when she has asked those four questions, when you have asked those four questions, you can turn things around again. And here are the two affirmations that you can go with, is that you're looking forward towards something or that you're willing to see something else. And so she invites this woman to go even further in the switch, in the shifting of this belief. She says, I am willing to see torture in my head and I am looking forward to see torture in my head and I'm like sure bang I know how often I have been in a place that I'm thinking oh, oh okay been there done that got the t-shirt now let's never think about it again but in doing so the only thing I'm doing is tensing myself whatever I resist will persist so in order for me to no longer resist and to let go of something, I have to be willing to see it again in my head. And I have to be, 
happy and to rejoice uh, and to be looking forward to see it in my head again because whenever that happens I know that I am the perpetrator and that's the only moment that I can shift it that I can switch this belief and and bring an internal revolution if you want so it's it that that was that was she killed me with that in some ways and it was just like the, the blow that it's not just, okay, I am the perpetrator and the person who suffers, but on top of it, I am to be willing and I am to be looking forward to it so that I can shift this for me and to no longer be so affected or to welcome how I am affected when something like this happens so that I can be useful to the world, so that I can contribute to the world. And that was really huge. So it's an invitation to take back the control over my thoughts and over how I treat myself. And in playing around with those thoughts, it's really how do I take away the illusion of what life is and see that whatever films are going on in my head, whatever dreams are going on there, I am the one creating them. I am the one bringing them there. I am the aggressor. And I am making myself suffer. So the invitation really that Baron Katie gave that day to all the people in the room, but I I felt it echoed particularly with me, was to be kind, was to know that when I'm suffering, I need to take care of myself. I need to be gentle and soft so that I can make a difference in the world, so that I can contribute to a better place and to stop those images if I can and to choose images that are more peaceful so that if I'm peaceful, I can make a difference out there. So this is the thought that I want to leave with you, how to stop terrorizing ourselves, how to stop making ourselves guilty and criticizing and judging ourselves and how we can be more gentle and how we can take care of oneself to have one less suffering person in the world. In the case that it happens that you think about that again, that you see the torture in your head, that you see the horrible images in your head, that you say that you're willing to see those pictures again, that you're looking forward to them so that you can very deeply let go and free yourself from it and therefore be a tool for peace in the world. I hope you found this useful. And if you think that it could help somebody who is currently suffering, please make sure that you send that to them so that maybe They can see themselves differently and think differently and act differently towards themselves. If you have any questions or suggestions, please make sure you get in touch with me. You contact me and I will be more than happy to answer your questions or to do a podcast on whatever you're bringing up. Until then, I wish you a very good day. Take care.